Welcome back, everybody, to another rendition of Your Corner Store. Today is going to be the Season 2 finale. Um, I did get a couple of questions from my Instagram, and that will be linked in the show notes below. But, um, yeah, I got a little bit of a Q&A I wanted to go through today um, because I haven't been able to sit down and do it. But we're going to do that today. Uh, let me just go ahead and pull up these DMs. So far, we are at 3,000 plays, so I appreciate everyone who has listened to this podcast so far. Each and every one of your listens and shares has been greatly appreciated to kind of help me throughout all of this. It's been really fun producing content, but I want to take this to the next level. So if you guys could keep sharing, keep liking, keep listening, that would be the best thing for me. Yeah, so I put out a, a, a Q&A little question um, a little while ago just to see what you guys wanted to see me talk about. Um, so the first one we're going to get into is a big sci crazy scientific theory or gorilla glue girl. So I, I guess I can talk about both of these gorilla glue girl. We'll, we'll start with her. That was probably the craziest thing that I can recall. That's already happened in 2021. Like gorilla glue in your hair, lady, what are you doing? And that, and honestly, when you see stuff like that, it really just solidifies like the level of stupidity that you see in people. Um, or, or she was just on a latch ditch, latch, last ditch resort. And, uh, I mean, that's what she had by her. So she sprayed some gorilla glue in there. But as we all know, like the lady had to have surgery to get it like fixed. What the hell? Like. I mean, Gorilla Glue is generally used for, like, industrial purposes. So, for you to, like, go ahead and spray it on your hair is, like, just ridiculous. Why not, like, an Elmer's Glue spray? Like, that would have been fine. Like, I feel like that would have washed out. Because when I was in, like, fourth grade, I put glue on my hands. And, like, would rub it until it became scaly. And, like, I would tell the teacher my hands are peeling. Yeah, I don't know. I was weird. I was a weird kid. But my hands peeled in fourth grade a lot because of some glue. Um, but Gorilla Glue Girl, like, that's just, like, next level kind of shit, right? Who sprays Gorilla Glue in there? And then you had, like, people mimicking that. So it wasn't just her. It wasn't just Gorilla Glue Girl. There wasn't, there was other people fishing for Gorilla Glue clout and getting donations on TikTok and, like, oof. Oof. That was not a trend that you wanted to hop on, I'll tell you that right now. But... That was, that was that was an interesting time. I mean, oof. yeah, that's really all I got to say about that. It's just like, oof. Use a different gel. Don't use Gorilla Glue. One I use actually is I use Axe Gel. If you're if you're a man, or or whomever, depends on whatever you want to identify yourself by. It's up to you. Um, but I. I identify as a man and I'd use Axe hair gel. It's, I use the, uh, which one do I use? I use the clean cut look. It's like purple. But here's, here's my thing with that. And it has nothing to do with the, the color purple. It's, it's the size of my gel. It's only like two and a half ounces. So like it's seven bucks or so. And it lasts me maybe a couple of weeks, but I feel like for $7, I should be able to get like a bigger canister of gel. Like why? Like why is it only two and a half ounces? Is that because I 
needed to go on a plane. I'm not I'm not going anywhere. Or why why is it they don't make a bigger version of the gel? Because then I wouldn't have to buy as much. Unless that's the whole plot. But but my my biggest thing is the the fact that it's only like two and a half ounces and I I need it to be a little bit bigger because my hair is much longer now, so it takes a little bit more gel to like keep it in place, which kind of sucks, but it's the life I live. I'm probably and if, if for those of you who don't know, I've been growing my hair out for about four or five months now. This is the longest I've ever gone without cutting my hair. I got I got it trimmed the other day, but that was that was not like uh it's just a trip. Like I was just getting my hair shaped, fucking trying to get it together. I wanna I wanna see if I can get this man bun energy going. Just to see if I can do it, because I've never had hair that long. So I mean, the longest I can remember having my hair and we're going to take it way back to middle school was in seventh and eighth grade. And I think my hair was long enough to like flip it to the side. Like a good reference would be like the Jay Biebs haircut, Justin Bieber haircut when he had like the, the swoosh to the side and everyone was snapping their necks, uh, to flip it. Yeah. So that's what I was doing, uh, back in seventh and eighth grade, flipping my hair to get it out of my face. Thank God I don't do that now. I'm sure it would give me some whiplash. It would give you some whiplash. Just don't, don't whip your hair unless you absolutely have to or you're at a photo shoot in the water. Then you can get some fancy pics. But other than that, I wouldn't want to be whipping your hair or headbanging. Like if you're, if you're a big rock fan, go for it. Like that's your thing. Get your headbang on. But, but don't whip it to get out of your face. It just, it's not helpful. And you look stupid doing it. I know because I look stupid doing it and I don't do it anymore. So don't be a fool. Don't be like me. <laughs> Um. Anyway, yeah, that was my stance on Gorilla Glue Girl. Not, not, not like the best thing to to happen to someone, but certainly the funniest thing to happen on the internet or one of you know. Um. To the to the other part of this question, big scientific theories. So I don't know any like crazy theories, really, off the top of my head. Um, going over these questions, but I did, what did I watch? So, and I, and I know who asked this and, and when you listen to this, I watched a, um, I've been watching like PBS eons on YouTube. Now I went down this rabbit hole because I forget. Okay. So I honestly forget what I was watching, but it was, there was a comedian who pretty much said, you know, People who defend their arguments with science don't always know what science ta- they're fucking talking about. Like, and then he was saying, "Go ahead and just just watch some videos and see how much science you really fucking know, and then see if you can tell me what's right from wrong." Because uh, pretty much, how many of us actually really know the science that is like being used as like info? Like, that doesn't sound right. I mean, I mean that more or less along the lines of like your opinion based science shit like if, if you if you come at me with an argument and it is then fact-checked by science or, or you come at me saying like oh da 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 science this science that i i'm not necessarily gonna believe you because after watching these episodes i realized i knew jack shit about the universe literally jack shit uh after watching the universe, I realize it's ever expanding, ever evolving, and it just, it's kind of crazy. Like, if you, 
Okay, so pretty much I would recommend anyone to watch like a PBS Eons fucking anything on YouTube. They're 10 minutes, they're 10 minute videos. Um, the last one I watched was, I want to say the anatomy of a black hole or something about black holes. And this is, this is where I was getting to in, in, in terms of this entire story of, of a theory of my own, I guess, or just like, or you can kind of use it to like ask that what if question or the, what is life type of question. But essentially from what I could gather on the video was that. String theory or or the evidence of black holes and then their uni- being universes after the creation of a black hole would can it's very plausible that life on earth was manufactured by and we know this by the big bang, but it's very possible that through all of that that we struck like the cosmic lottery essentially all of the right things to create earth happened meteors smashing into it essentially all of that right is is all all by chance in in a sense but the theory or or the concept behind all of this was that like for another if for another black hole to happen and enough cooling to happen within the star and then to explode um the creation of a universe would happen and it say it's in say it's in the Milky Way, right, or where we live, like a black hole we could see from Earth, right? If that if that star were to explode and we could see the black hole from Earth, on the other side of the black hole would be a more a more refined version of our universe to date, like with the elements and things like that. So, like essentially, that's what happened to Earth, is that through a series of explosions in the in the stars that that we got lucky through a black hole. And everything on Earth is just just pure luck, just fucking luck. But but then I was thinking, after like watching all of that, I was like, uh, I was my my main thought was like, wow, we're we are really, 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 really tiny, <laughs> tiny things. Because if you zoom out, like if you have, I think there's a thing on Google too, where you can like watch the solar system zoom out. Like even when you zoom out of your own house, like you're small and then you just keep on going into the universe. Like we are in theory, specks of dust. I mean, that's like the, that's like a super like bad way to look at it. Or I guess not bad, but uh, what would be a good word to use for this morbid It'd be a morbid way to look at it? Yeah. Morbid sounds good. Um, would be a morbid way to look at it, just considering like, you know, that what is life question, because it, it really pulls at those kinds of strings, because if we are just like little specks of dust, why is it that we, you know, pay for everything, but we do live in a society. So it's, it's, it's critical that some things do succeed or run the way they do. But let me propose this to you. Um, so if, if we're all these specks of dust and then all of the, all of the stars in the universe and the universes that are outside of our universe and the, and the, and in the multiverse, I guess you could call it. If you believe in that, that, that theory that, you know, there is multi dimensions and other universes out there. Right. Think about that. Just ponder with that idea. Now, now if you, if you, if we've zoomed out as far as we know as humans, why, why wouldn't it be possible for something to be 
for space for space itself to be like a snow globe of some other distant sentient creature right so essentially inside the snow globe is every one of our universes and earth and then right outside it is just whatever whatever that being is so essentially we're just super tiny and then you back out and back out and you back out and all of these universes make up a snow globe essentially that that's kind of like where i got like that's where i ended up watching that video because i mean if you think about space long enough you're just like holy shit there's so much space and space is like constantly like expanding so and evolving so the like stars exploding making universes all that so it it really put like things into perspective uh, for me um but that was like the craziest thing or theory that i could come up for you gabe shout out gabe um he was on our first episode that's who asked that question was a gabe he asked me about gorilla glue girl and a theory i had but um i had some other questions i did want to get to um so i also was asked um to talk about living on my own. Um, let's see. Uh, I've been living on my own. I don't even know how to start this, I guess. Living on my own started probably after high school or like right when I like went to college, more or less. Because after that, like I moved out of my, my parents' house. They went through a divorce. And, you know, I was back and forth from my mom's house. I would see my dad every so and again, every now and again. And, uh, like during that time I was pretty much at school and I worked, I worked at a restaurant called the Ridge and, in, in Chittenango, uh, New York at the time, which is a really nice place. If you guys haven't been, I recommend going there. If you are ever in the area in Syracuse or whatever, if you are passing by, just, I, I would stop there. Uh, really good people, really good music, really great food. I worked there, not, not anymore, but I used to, but it's all, all in all a great time. Um, but but I pretty much lived on my own from college to and and because I had a job I was pretty much responsible for my own finances like I didn't really receive any help from my from my dad or my mom at the time because I was the one helping my mom um going to work and things like that she would every now and again she would pick me up and bring me back to school but like you know like we had this just mutual understanding that, you know I'm working to help support myself and the family so that's kind of like what I did um and I was in, I was a waiter, a bus boy, a dish boy, pretty much like for, for two years through my freshman and sophomore year. Um, and then my junior year, I worked, um, as an intern as a, at a marketing firm in China. Um, and then in my second semester, I worked for a separate marketing firm. Now the first one did not pay me. Unfortunately, we didn't get paid. But I got the experience. Um, and the second one, though, I did get paid. Um, I think it was like a stipend. Every every now and again, I would get some get some money. I forget how much it was, but that's what I did for work. Uh, excuse me, just yawning. Um, my junior year and then my senior year, I came back and I started to work for the fruit store in the mall. Um. And that's and that's what I did in my senior year. And I also worked for like a dog care, a day doggy daycare company for like a few months until my dad passed. But I was also doing that. 
So I say I, I feel like as I've been on I've pretty much lived on my own for you know since I was eighteen, uh, doing my own work and things like that. Um, and and now I live on my own with some roommates in in uh, Long Island, New York. If you if you guys don't know where I'm at, but um, I guess how would I approach living on your own or just even like living on your own is difficult. But what I would say is that it gives you a really great opportunity to uh, like discover yourself and discover things that you like, discover new friends, new people. Uh, it's a really great way to get out there. Now, that being said, you have to be willing to put in that that effort. You can't you're not going to make friends overnight if you don't go out and meet people. You're not going to, you know. I, you're not going to you're not going to be able to do many things if you if you don't have the courage or, or the drive to get out there and meet new people. Uh, try new experiences or even just, you know, being out of the house and being, getting yourself in those uncomfortable positions. Uh, and that's really what living on your own is. It's like you're constantly thrown into bullshit that you didn't think you would expect. And that's essentially what adulthood is. Um, one thing hits you left and right and you just kind of got to roll with the punches uh, and get up and, and go on without your, without, uh, about your day. Cause the more, the more I've realized that the more I dwell on things or let like these little episodes of depression, you know, contain me and take me over is that, you know, I have, you, you have control essentially over, over your own life. Once you, once you live on your own. Um, but it is possible that a lot of that responsibility can scare you. So it's like, it's it's a really double-edged sword living on your own because you lose a lot of your support system. Like you have to cook for yourself. You have to make sure you're doing your laundry and your mom's not doing your laundry or, or vice, you know, just all of these external factors that you wouldn't have necessarily thought of living on your own. But it, it it's a really great eye-opener though as well because in this scenario, if, uh, living on your own, it gives you a lot more perspective um, and can help you gain some better understanding with even your parents. Uh, like in, in the things they went through. So like, like having lived on my own for, for what is it now? Eight to five years. I, I'm in 23. So five, I've been on my own for about five years. Um, but it definitely helps put into perspective a lot of the effort that my parents put in, you know, to help raise me as a kid. Um, and like parents, they don't get enough credit as is right. They, you just, they had us, I didn't ask to be born. So, they, they, you know, they, they take you to soccer games. They do all of the things that you'd like or, or every now and again, they'll tell you no on the way to McDonald's when you really want McDonald's, but you know, in their best interest, they're just looking out for you and their pockets because I know driving now past McDonald's that I got food at home and I don't have to stop. So, uh, just little things like that. I would say about living on your own is, is really putting things into perspective about, you know, all of the mentors that have, you know, helped you out from this point or from, from wherever you are, you know, moving on. Um, but yeah, living on my own is all, has been a great experience. Um, but it's not for everyone. So just, just be careful, but don't be afraid to take leaps. And that's what I would say about living on my own. Um, let's see what else I got on here. Um, I got something I want to, what is something you want to accomplish in five years? Um, I have never really been a big plan out my next five years kind of guy. I just, 
and that really comes from because I like I want to live in the moment essentially um I don't want to I guess overwhelm myself with this this expectation to be a millionaire by 40 right um but but that being said I do have goals um like I have a goal for this podcast I want to you know reach hopefully 10,000 plays you know by in within the next 2 years um if I can maybe even get like a hundred episodes, like little goals like that, that'll, you know, just help give me purpose or, or give me some enjoyment with the, the things that I like. I, I'm not so sure as to where I'll, we, where I will be in five years, but something I want, I, I know I want to accomplish. I certainly want to, um, continue to provide more content through these podcasts, provide advice or, or just even my, you know, perspective on things, my, my experiences. And that's just something I want, I want want to keep doing over these next five years. Um, perhaps take on a new role in my company job, uh, earn some more money, things like that, or even just take this podcast to a full-time thing. That would be super amazing. Um, and you guys can actually help make that happen. Um, if you guys did want to subscribe to my Patreon, I do have one of those. Um, I'm working on it so we can... I'm playing around with it so I can provide you guys some special content. I've, I'm, I'm, you know, on the works of like taking this to YouTube. This is the season finale of season two. So I want to be able to bring new and more exciting things in season three. That being the visual aspect of this podcast. I know we've been missing one for the last two seasons. And I did get a lot of requests about providing one because I, I, I would agree with some of the fans that fans or some of the listeners that have given me that feedback. So I'm definitely going to take it up um, and see what we can do with some visual uh, content for you guys. But I would like to say that would be something I would want to accomplish in the next five years. Take this podcast full time or, you know, just um, continue to grow at my corporate level. Um, okay, let's see what else. What would you like to me to hear talk about on the podcast? So Twitch and streaming. Um, I do stream on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash the original Stein. I also have a bunch of friends that stream on Twitch. And that's honestly like the, the main reason I stream or more or less support Twitch. A lot of my friends play video games. You guys can uh, find them in my follows or I can even tag them when this episode goes live just to give them a follow. because. They're essentially doing what I'm doing, right? They're on, they're on their grind. They're on their shit. They're uh, doing what makes them happy and hopefully making that into a living. But Twitch and streaming, um, I have, like, back to the previous question and, and bringing some visual content to the podcast, I've thought about streaming this podcast. Um, now, if that is something you guys would like or like to see live content more from me for the podcast or even just... Um, see me stream on twitch i do stream every now and again i'll stream some call of duty um that's just the game i play right now um i play a little bit of monster hunter rise that just came out recently i got it on friday um but i don't stream too frequently uh just with some time constraints that i have usually during the week but um yeah i i think it's super cool that anyone that streams too because it, it's it's like a sport in, in a sense like esports like 
there is there is a level of competition and there is a little little I wouldn't say a little there is a sense of camaraderie with a lot of the gamers that I know and we just get along more or less and it's just a really great way to build a foundation for yourself if you if you are a gamer and you like to for people to watch you game it's just a good way to get yourself out there um show off your skills and things like that as well as show off your personality because that's what people are really coming to the stream for uh they're coming for you they're not 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 just the gameplay um so it's all really about making it unique and i think you know by just being yourself that's what's going to make every stream itself right um and i have friends who are doing that so shout out to the official b rye uh maple sensation also known as elijah um Todd streams. I got I got my buddy Ro, uh, aka Rats McGee. Um, who else do I know streamed? I have a few streamer buddies, but I'll definitely link them in the below. But I really huge shout out to those guys because you know the, you, you're putting yourself out there. Um, the same way I'm like putting myself out in this podcast. So I just want to say like that's dope as hell. So um, keep on doing that. Um, and hope maybe I'll even start to stream a little bit more just because. I uh, don't normally, and I'm not too bad at the game, but maybe I can live in the pod, the the stream with the uh, personality of mine that can shine through, right? Um, but that was essentially all of the questions. Now I did have a a something silly. It was someone told me to talk about something silly? Um, now by something silly, um. I don't really have something silly. I guess I can tell you all about the time that I got stepped to by a Walmart manager. Now I've told a few people this story. So if you are hearing it again, sorry, but this is, this is going to happen again. Oh, I hope, I hope the scenario doesn't happen again, but the story, I'm going to tell the story one more time. Uh, so, uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm a vendor or essentially a business partner for Walmart and some other food accounts in the northeast so i was in store you know trying to clear up some priorities for my company to make sure that we were on track for the summer programming and things like that um you know seasons are this easter just ended so tail end of the season uh we were trying to get a bunch of product out a bunch of everyday stuff some some different stuff some new innovations and uh there was a new manager in town so my previous store manager was let go on some shady shit, like some shady shit. I think he's stealing some money. I don't really know. That's the rumor. Um, and the rumor goes as he was like taking OT from people and not allowing them to work overtime or taking their hours and shit like that. I don't, I don't really know. That's I'm giving that to you guys on like a 90% confidence interval. Like I'm not too sure what the fuck the guy did but he was cool um to me at least so i don't have any like major problems but i it was sad to see him go and for that reason you know if it if it's true I'm not too sure but sad to see him go for for some dumb shit like that but anyway then there, there, there was a step in manager at this walmart and i'm doing my store walk um and i identify the two store leads that i normally work with in store and i walk up to them to talk about some feature displays and, and ways I can help, and you know, the stepping manager steps in, asks me who I am, and 
you know, I let him know that I was going to help him out with seasons. And then I walk away, right? I'm going to go do my stuff. The manager had let me know that some product was in a separate room. So I went to check said room. I went over there um, and maybe like a couple minutes later, I walk back because the door is locked. So I can't, I can't get into the room. I can't get in. Tried jiggling it. There's a piece of cardboard blocking the lock. I tried pulling it forward. Nothing. Not moving. Not budging. So I know my managers are still on a walk. So I walk around, find them again. And mind you, I am training a new hire at this day. So I had not just myself, but uh, a coworker who's new. Who's new? So it didn't like the, the craziest shit happened to me on the day I'm training someone. But anyway, I walk I walk back to where the managers are and I describe the situation that the doors closed and 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 the stepping manager stops me. And he and he asks me why I'm not focused on the big elephant in the room, but rather the small rabbit. Super super weird analogy this guy was going for um with with priority. But that being said, all of my product had been out of the back room as far as the Easter goes, like the Easter season goes, and I wasn't terribly worried about the progress of sell through at the store at store level. Like it was, it was in a good spot, um, way ahead of the market and, and total, whatever. Like it was doing good, doing good. And he asked me why I'm focused on the small rabbit, and I was like, well. And before I could even get any few more words out, the, the gentleman became somewhat aggressive. And I was like, whoa, hold on, buddy. Now, this is in the back of my head, I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, who the fuck is this guy? And why does he think he can talk to me this way? So he, he's going off on me, right? And I was just like, excuse me, excuse me, hold on. I don't know your name. <laughs> For real, bro. Like, excuse me. I don't. I don't even know your name, and you're you're literally yelling at me. Can't hold on. Let's let's figure this out. So he he did not like that. Did not like that, right? And then he and then he goes, "Are you trying to be funny, guy?" And I was like, <laughs> I I don't know. This might this might have been kind of bad. But I I dead ass told him I was like, I'm not laughing. Does it look like I'm laughing? He, he also didn't like that. Also didn't like that. Um, so when, when, when I said that, like, I don't know your name, what's your name? My name is Tyler. Like I was letting this dude know who I am and why I'm in his store. He invaded my space, right? He didn't just like come closer to me. He, he physically stepped and put his shoulders into into his next question as if though he was about to throw his hand, throw those hands. And I, I literally backed up and I was like, what is going on here? What is going on? I don't know your name. I'm just trying to get on the same page as you. And I couldn't even get these words out. I was trying to get on the same page with the guy. I was going to, I was going to let him know what, you know, how we were performing on Easter. Nah, that shit did not happen told me to get the hell out of his store i was like but why like i'm literally just you know i'm here to help you 
or here to throw some boxes, get some product out. Get the hell out of my store. And I mean, at that point, you really can't argue because, I mean, this dude was a step in and there was other store leads there. But what killed me is this guy asked for my boss's number. But like, why? Like, I literally did nothing to you. The only thing I can, I actually said was just like, excuse me? Just like that. Just, just like that. Because this guy was getting super aggressive and, and, and trying to abuse his authority. And I was not letting that shit happen. Like, I'm not going to get fucking punked when I have a coworker and I'm training somebody. Like, it, it's, it's not going to happen. Like, forget about it. Like, nah. And the same, actually, so that happened that day. And later on that day, I was, I was on the highway going home and I, I, there was a car merging on my right hand side. So I left blinker, click, 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 transition to the middle lane. And the guy like behind that, behind me, didn't like that either. Drove up next to my car window and just stared at me, stared at me. And I was like, and then I stared right back at this guy because like I did nothing wrong. Like in the first scenario, people, so I've been tested. I have been tested recently on some fucking bullshit. Like people really trying to get the best of me. And I was like, I was not like, not going to let that stuff happen. And that is something silly. <laughs> that would, that would, uh, is what I would describe as something silly. Um, but that was essentially the gist of my questions that I got from some of you guys. Now, if you would like to see me do another one of these in the future, uh, you know, be sure to shoot me a DM on Instagram or on Twitter. Um, you can follow me at T Lich Podcast. That's my Instagram. Uh, check that. And if you guys want to um, also see some suggestions for podcast content and like to see me talk about some other stuff, like to give me, give me, would like me to give my opinion on things like Gorilla Glue Girl um, and more or even just guests that you'd like to see on the show, reoccurring guests. Um, we can do all sorts of stuff. I, I would love to get some more feedback from you guys as we head into season three. Um, this was a little bit of a shorter podcast. So I just want to say thank you to those who did tune in. This is the fir- po- uh, first podcast I had recorded on my new microphone. So um, it's, everything should sound much more crisp. Um, and shout out to Andrew Saliba, who's been helping me out on some of the editing. So I just wanted to, say thanks to him he's been a real great help uh throughout season two um but big things are coming for season three i hope you guys are excited as 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 much excuse me as excited as i am for for this new chapter um this new year of the podcast this is going on year three so hence the title change and or the season change um year three with the podcast so uh thanks for tuning in thanks for sharing thanks for letting other people know um, literally every one of the, every one of you guys who listens to this has, has been amazing. Uh, I really appreciate it. So thank you. But until next time, as always, peace.